What color is your car? What's the weather like outside? What's on your mind? Did you answer any of these questions? Without even thinking about it, did answers just pop into your head? If so, you're not alone. When we ask someone a question, the brain by default wants to close the loop and answer it. So how can you use the power of questions to both coach your team to better results and help your team win more sales? Join us for this episode of Sales Fiction, where I dive into how you can use questions to win others over. Are you ready? Welcome to Sales Fiction, a podcast that helps small sales teams get big results. I'm your host, Christy Lawrence, the founder of Mighty Sales and a longtime sales professional who traded in my corporate sales career to help small but mighty teams do more with less. Each week on this podcast, we separate sales fact from sales fiction so that you can hyper-focus your effort on the skills, strategies, and tools that will have the biggest impact on your bottom line. Let's dive right in. questions have you asked today? How many questions did you ask in your last coaching conversation? In the last sales conversation you had, how many questions did you ask versus statements that you made? Now, it's okay if you don't know the answer to that off the top of your head. Most people won't, including myself. But if you're not asking more questions than you are sharing insights and telling people benefits, you're missing a huge opportunity. Questions are the most powerful tool that you can use to influence others. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But before I go into the reasons, let's talk about the data. This isn't just something I made up. So questions are a critical tool to both lead others and to engage prospects. In research that's been done, these numbers are so powerful. In fact, asking someone if they were going to purchase a new car within six months increase their purchase rates by 35%. Asking citizens whether they're going to vote in an upcoming election increases the likelihood that they will by 25%. Asking about one's intention to give blood raised donation rates by a modest but noteworthy 8.6%. Now, if there was one thing that you could do that was going to increase your sales, your revenue by 8.6%, would you do it? Most of us would, especially if it was something as simple as asking questions. And that's what I really want to talk about today is the power of questions and how you can use questions more effectively to both lead your sales team and to lead your prospects to a purchase. Here's the thing about questions. Our brains are hardwired to answer them. Questions literally hijack the brain. The moment your brain hears one, it gets busy trying to answer it. Thoughtful questions also signal that you care about the person that you're asking them to. Questions are a tool that are designed to enhance connection and build trust. And that's a powerful thing when it comes to leadership and when it comes to sales. Questions can truly be the difference between full cooperation and forced cooperation. And when it comes to winning people over, nobody wants to be forced to do anything. So why do you need to be asking questions in sales as a leader? And why do you need to teach your team to ask better questions? So we've talked about some of the numbers, but why are questions so powerful? We talked about hijacking the brain, but what's really happening here beyond this desire to answer the question? 
What asking questions does is it gets people thinking differently. It gets them engaged. It gets buy-in. It allows the people you're talking to, that you're working with, to arrive at their own conclusions and share their own expertise and insights versus being told what they should do. Simply put, it helps both your team members and your customers be the hero of the story. They're the ones that are coming up with the insights. They're the ones that are coming up with the solutions. Here's another thing that's really powerful about asking great questions. When you own the question, you also own the problem that people are trying to solve. The type of question that you ask actually shapes the foundation of the conversation you're going to have. And it shapes the problem that people are looking to solve. And the problem that people try to solve shapes the actions they're going to take. And ultimately, our actions are our decisions. We don't decide anything truly until we take action on it. By framing the problem correctly, your solution becomes the answer. It becomes the decision and people take action on it because they're bought into it. And it also gets people talking. We all know the 80-20 rule, right? Your customer should be talking 80% of the time. If you're coaching a team member, they should be doing 80% of the talking and you should be spending the majority of your time listening. How do you get people to talk? You ask them questions and you ask them good questions that lead them to their own conclusions. And let's face it, people love talking about themselves. People love being the expert. When you ask questions, you tee it up and give them the opportunity to do this. So let's talk about different types of questions and how you can use questions in a powerful way to drive results from both your team and from your prospects. So there's both different times to ask questions and different types of questions to ask. I today am going to talk about different types of questions to ask. I have a great resource that you can download, five questions to multiply your sales. And there are actually five questions to ask at five different types of the sales process. You can also use these five questions to coach your sales team. So go to MightySalesTeams.com and get your copy of five questions to multiply your sales. It's a free resource. We'll put it in the show notes here below. But I also want to talk about how to think about questions. One of the things that you can use questions to do is to get engagement and to get buy-in. And to me, that's the most powerful thing. When you're asking great questions, people are selling themselves on the solution. All you're doing is making it easy for them to arrive at those conclusions. So the first type of question that you should always be thinking about, whether it's giving feedback to a team member or engaging a prospect, is getting their permission. So we have permission-based questions. That's getting their buy-in to have the conversation. So our podcast that we did on giving feedback with Megan Freeze is a great resource. We'll put that in the show notes too. But one of the questions that she asks, for example, is, do you mind if I give you some feedback? Do you mind if I offer another way for you to look at that? Great permission-based question. Same thing when you're having a sales conversation. Would you be open to learning about how our solution compares to what you're currently doing? All you're trying to do is get permission to engage in a conversation. By doing this, you help people put their walls down and help them become an active participant in engaging in the conversation. You're not forcing the conversation on them. They've given you permission to have it. And so if nothing else, if you don't incorporate any other types of questions, think about what types of permission-based questions can you start asking your team members and your prospects to get their buy-in to even having the conversation in the first place. 
The next thing that we want to be asking about are problem-based solutions. If you frame the problem correctly, it's going to have a huge difference in the types of solution that customers are thinking about. And you know what the value add of your service is. You know what the value add is of approaching things a different way. If you frame the problem correctly by asking questions versus telling, you get your customers searching for the types of solutions that you know you can provide. So some examples of problem-based questions. What's not working about your current solution? What do you love about your current solution? But what's not working about it? Right? Great problem-based question. Another great problem question is, what's the most challenging part about ABC? Or say that your solution helps your customers to convert more clients. How are you currently approaching converting clients? What's your current conversion rate? Right? So some of these might be yes-no questions, but it starts putting the emphasis on the problem that you can solve versus all of these other solutions. It helps the mind hone in onto one specific area in a way that the prospect is involved in and engaged in the conversation versus you telling them this is a problem. If you ask questions that help them identify a problem that they didn't know they had, that your solution is perfectly positioned to help them with, your conversion rate will go up astronomically. So really brainstorming, what are the problem-based questions that you need to be asking. Here's some more examples of problem-based questions. How are you evaluating the effectiveness of your sales training? How are you measuring your customer satisfaction once they're in the trial phase of your membership? What's the lifespan of your server? What are the compatibility issues that you need to be conscious of as you look towards the future of your software and the hardware you're using? The goal of any good problem-based question is to get them thinking about a problem that they might not have identified yet that you are perfectly positioned to help them solve. Oftentimes, people come in and they want a solution to one problem, but the problem they're actually looking to solve is very different. And if you don't help them reframe that and they think they know the answer, then they're going to be shopping in a competitive landscape. But if you help them identify a problem that is at the root cause of what's going on, while you position yourself as the solution, you are going to have a tremendous amount of success. But the key is it's not you telling them what the problem is. It's you asking them questions that help them identify it as a problem. It's one thing for someone to say, hey, you have a problem with ABC. Versus to ask me a question where as I'm answering that question, I think, huh, I've never really thought about it that way and I should really address that. All of a sudden, I'm way more invested in finding a solution if I've identified the problem than I am when you tell me I have a problem, but I'm not quite sure that that's the problem that I have. The third type of question that you really need to master in order to utilize questions effectively are future-based questions. When I say future-based questions, what I'm talking about is asking questions that help your team members and your clients see themselves utilizing your solution or a new strategy with better results. Some future-based questions might include, how would this type of service improve your workflows? 
How do you see this changing how your sales team goes about following up with customers where they can actually start visualizing themselves utilizing the solution? How do you see your team members utilizing this space? Really, the goal of future-based questions is to connect the future desired state to your solution and to be able to visualize this. This is way more powerful than you telling them all of the ways that your solution is going to make their lives better. If you can give them a question that helps them think about it, that they answer, they're way more bought into it than when you tell them that. So from a coaching standpoint, it might seem like, how do you think this will impact your conversations in a positive way with your prospects if you try this new strategy? How do you feel like this might change your time management? How do you see this impacting your win rate for customers? Again, this is helping them see themselves solving the problem on their own accord versus you telling them it'll make their life better. So much more powerful. And then the fourth question that you really need to master is process-based questions. These are the ones that help them now that they have identified, they've given you permission to talk to them and engage in the conversation. You've used questions to help them see their problem in a new light. You've helped them identify how your solution is going to make their life better by answering questions about that. And now you want to give them the right questions to start thinking about what is the implementation of this solution look like. So these are questions like, what does your timeline look like for implementing this type of solution? Do you have any big events coming up where you want to make sure you have this mastered before that event? So they start thinking about what is the timeline here? So instead of you setting an arbitrary timeline, they start thinking about what's the timeline they want to have to be successful. Same thing, right? Have you set a budget to solving this problem? What is the impact that not solving this problem is going to have on your budget? Is this something that you guys are committed to solving now? So asking these process-based questions, get them thinking through what is it really going to take? What are the steps that need to happen in order to implement this solution? And ultimately, by asking questions strategically throughout the sales or coaching conversation, you are going to be creating full cooperation versus forced cooperation. You are going to get people to lead themselves to the answers that are going to help them win, and you are going to win in the process. So to recap, the four types of questions that we talked about today that you need to master as a sales leader and a sales professional are permission-based questions, problem-based questions, future-based questions, and process-based question. So I want you to really take the time to make this real and make this tangible. If you are a sales leader, I want you to sit down, hit pause, or as soon as you get to the office, if you're listening to this in your car, and I want you to jot down What are three permission-based questions that you need to be asking your team members before coaching them, before giving them feedback, before offering them solutions? What are three problem-based questions that you can ask them that help them start thinking about how they might be doing things differently, how the way that they're currently doing things might not be working as effectively as they want them to be? What are three future-based questions that help them envision a reality where things are better utilizing solutions to the problems that you've discovered? And then what are three process-based questions that help them understand how to truly implement what you guys have been talking about? 
Same thing. If you are a sales professional, I want you to jot down what are three permission-based questions that you can be asking prospects to get their buy-in to have a conversation. Is it worth your time to compare what you're currently doing to this solution? Is this something you're interested in exploring? Would you mind if I talked to you for a few minutes about how this might help you do ABC? Just brainstorm those, put them on paper, and then do the same thing when it comes to your problem-based questions. What questions can you get your prospects thinking about and answering that lead them to really understand a problem that they might not be understanding right now that your solution will help them achieve? How do you ensure you're consistently getting the same result? How are you measuring success? Right? There's a million different ways that you can be doing this, but brainstorm three that are relevant to your prospects and your solution. And then brainstorm three future-based questions that help them see themselves utilizing these solutions in a new light. And then the fourth thing, of course, is those process-based questions. Help them understand how to implement the solution, but to come to it on their own. Look, we're all adults. As adults, nobody likes to be told what to do. But we all like coming up with solutions, being smart, being strategic, and solving problems. By asking these types of questions, that's what you help your prospects do. And in turn, they win and they find the solutions that are going to be effective. And you win because you've been positioned in that conversation as a guide, as a resource, and they trust you and they're bought in to the problem and the solution through their own strategic thinking versus you telling them what they should be doing. If you want to go deeper into questions, download the guide, Five Questions to Multiply Your Sales. We'll put the link in the show notes here. It's going to take a little bit of a different approach to question, and it's going to give you five set of questions to ask during five different parts of the sales process. And it's going to give you some tools to start brainstorming more. The more questions you ask, the more you're going to succeed in sales and as a leader. Everyone around me is constantly saying, I feel like you're just a professional question asker. And they're not wrong. The thing that has helped me be successful in my business, with my clients, and in sales is learning the art of asking questions. And I'm constantly working to get better at it. If there's one thing that you can do that is going to move the needle in sales, asking powerful questions more consistently is going to be the thing. So make sure to get that guide. We'll put the link in the show notes. And I want you to start asking yourself this question. When you leave a coaching conversation with a team member, when you leave a conversation with a prospect, I want you to ask yourself the question, what's one question that I wish I would have asked? And that single question will get your brain thinking about powerful questions that you can start implementing in your own process. So make sure to get that guide. Ask yourself that question. What's one question I wish I would have asked? And I want to hear what questions you have. Shoot me an email and share the questions that are making an impact on your team and on your prospects. I'm always wanting to get better at questions. They're so, so powerful. In the meantime, if you liked this episode of Sales Fiction, make sure to give it a five-star review, share it with some friends and colleagues, and make sure to subscribe so you get fresh episodes delivered as soon as they're available. See you next week.